1: Grant Johnson, is he, our little buddy there yet? No, Jimmy is not here yet. He's on the Nothing, bus. Eh? So. Well, because He was here early yesterday because he slept in and missed his bus, so he had to Uber, but today he's, <laughs> he's on the bus today. <laughs> he's not... Um, He's not the type that's going to sink
3: uh, that twenty bucks or twenty-five bucks into an Uber every day to get it's to work just, on time. <laughs> no, not when he can spend three dollars to you could, take the bus. Not when you can show yeah. up late for work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Grant's not driving all the way to the West End to get no, him. no, <laughs> that's not happening. I did enjoy the
1: text. Hey, Jimmy, is there a Wendy's on your route? <laughs> Well, we, I want to try that new uh, baconator breakfast sandwich. There's no Wendy's. I don't know if you should. What? I've been thinking about this, Grant.
3: Why? You're you're gonna want to. Li- you're gonna go. Set up a tent in a Wendy's. <laughs> it's that good. You're hey. going to move into. Oh my God. I, like, I went through the Wendy's uh, on Monday. I had the day off. And so I was running around getting ready to come to Toronto. And I, uh, I swung through the Wendy's and grabbed the breakfast baconator. And then they got these little potato wedges that are amazing as well. Mm. The coffee's okay. The, yeah. The coffee wasn't disappointing,
1: it's, it, it'll um, do.
3: It'll do. It's not going to... It's not going to stop me from going to the Wendy's drive-thru in right. the morning and grabbing this breakfast baconator, but I started eating the sandwich, and I instinct, like, just with instinct, just started putting my signal light on to turn around and go back and get another <laughs> one. Like, why didn't I order three? Yeah, I, I have a feeling you're going to fall in love with this there's, there's no
1: Wendy's on my way to work, unfortunately.
3: Yeah, well, you'll find one. You'll find one. Or they'll build one soon They'll enough. build
1: one, yeah. The
2: Locker Room Topic of the Day.
3: This is sort of more of a thing I found. We had um, we had something happening not long ago that we can't really mention um, <laughs> that um, that basically kept us from leaving the home. Mm-hmm. But go-to excuses for canceled plans. Yeah. Okay? So... Um, it's more of a thing now, obviously, and you know what some of us are probably rethinking this mm-hmm. I think at the beginning here in the last couple of months, it was like everyone was excited, right? Yeah, hey you know what maybe i'll, I'll maybe I'll start hanging out with friends more mm-hmm. and then you'd start doing it and then you realize, okay, there's a reason why I didn't hang out with these people. <laughs> So you need to revisit this go-to excuse. You need your for excuses ready. Plans. Yeah. Yes, and and again, it's probably a revisitation for a lot of people. It might be a um, creation of a new idea. So we're here to help you this morning on the locker room. If you've got one queued up and ready to go that you use on a regular basis, your go-to of getting out of plans, just text it to us seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. Okay, um, we got a list. We're gonna grab. It was a ranked list that I saw. Yeah, they did so a five-point
1: we'll, scale and 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 uh, basically scored these excuses.
3: Let's go through those in a bit here. Okay, Grant, hang okay. on to that. All right.
2: The locker room topic of the day.
1: We're looking for your go-to excuses to get out of plans. Hallie texted in, and her her go-to excuse: If my dog can't come, I'm not coming. <laughs> So she blames you know what, her dog I wonder if, if I can start using Kingston. Oh, you for sure could. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, sorry, we can't leave him alone for that long. Um he's sick he's right now. He's got the runs, yeah. whatever. You could, there's a long list of excuses you could use for your dog. Yeah. This is good. thank you, Hallie. He needs this my emotional awesome. support. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. This I you know what? I'm jotting some of these down. Thank you. <laughs>
2: The Locker Room Topic of the Day.
3: What's your go-to excuse for getting out of plans? We had this ranking, and I, I want to go through them before we get to any more tax.
1: Grant, you you have that in front of you? So, yeah, so they had a ranking, uh, top 10, um, 10 being the worst, and then it gets better. Number 10, so they did, yeah, it was like a... Minimal collateral risk, plausibility, and uh, karmic retribution is how they ranked these. Number 10 was <laughs> <laughs> a family or a friend emergency. Grandpa just died again. Um, well, I like the, I like the emergency thing, right? Yeah.
3: Because is it any of their business? No. So you can be vague if there's a family emergency. Hey, family, right? something
1: came up with the family. Sorry, can't come yeah. up tonight. Uh, yeah. num- no, num- that's good. That's number 10? That was number 10. Um, We're going to get some good ones. It it was number 10 because you can't use it very often. (laughs) Like that one you can only use sparingly. Number nine was something work related. Um, They said unless you're a fireman or like a doctor, this one's kind of (laughs) weak. Because everyone has like this. The example was like, hey, sorry, I got to work tonight. There's an emergency. And they're like, aren't you an accountant? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. The uh,
3: thing works for me all the time, yeah. right? The uh, especially when I want to go on family vacations. <laughs> Never <number, laughs> have to work because God forbid we give the kid any time off. Well, at least in Toronto.
1: Well, now that we know that you can do the show from anywhere too, you might as well just cash in those vacation days. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love the I love the conversation too. At the end of the year,
3: you have what? You have like twenty seven vacation days. What? I don't understand why. Okay. Well, then give me December off.
1: <laughs>
3: number eight. <No. laughs> number eight. Was okay. A minor. Well, then I'll tell you what. Let me let me roll them over till next year, and I'll take the whole
1: summer off. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> number eight was the minor freak accident. The example was, okay. sorry, I can't make it. I stepped on a B. Um, okay. Number seven <laughs> was the scheduling mix-up, which is actually a Larry David thing from Curb Your Enthusiasm, where you pretend like you thought that scheduled plans were on another day. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you could even, like, text a day early and be like, hey, are we hanging out today? And they're like, that's tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um number six was i've done that but i've done it like three or four times in a row <laughs> number six was the no excuses excuse this is where you say hey i can't make it tonight i'll explain everything someday so you just okay. very vague with the like <laughs> i like these these are really good number five okay. was sick child um or yeah. a pet um, if you have a sick okay. sick uh, kid or a or a pet. Number four, waiting for the service tech. Oh, you know what? I'm waiting for the internet guy to show up, so I can't <laughs> <laughs> that sort of thing. That's, uh, not, that's that's a really good one. Number three, I hear all the time stomach issues. Oh, you know, I got a stomach <laughs> thing, I can't make it.
3: Yeah, especially in Canada and North America with our crap diets. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Number two, all
1: you could right. never question a migraine. So if someone tells you I got a migraine, you can't be like, God, oh, never get these." T- tough it out, I'm like jealous. Pop an I'm Advil. Jealous of the migraine. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. jealous of people with migraines. Number <laughs> one uh, was the actual truth. So they said it's an, not an excuse, but the best way is just to say, "Hey, I need a I need a night to myself. I can't make it out tonight." So that oh, was their boring. number one. I know that's terrible.
2: The locker room topic of the day.
3: What's your go-to excuse for getting out of plans? We just went through the uh, ranking of of uh, of the top ten. Now mine wasn't on there. I do sort of the 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 subtle. Uh, not sure if I'm going to show up, mm. and I always text back because everything now is planned in text groups. It right? is, yeah. Hey, we're going here. We're doing this. We're getting together. We're we're getting at at, at six, and there's always. There's always one or two more than energetic individuals in your group that are constantly planning stuff. In ours, it's Army Chris. <laughs> he, he's always got something going on. And um, I just do the, I'm a game time decision.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is you. You know, he's like, yeah. I'll see how I'm yeah. feeling or whatever. Game yeah. time decision. I'll, game and, time and decision. 90% of the time, yeah. he's not going. <laughs> but we all know that, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: I'll decide at the time. You know what? It ends the conversation about why not? You know what I mean? Like if you keep it sort of vague as to whether or not you're going to show up. Um, what it does is just eliminates the, well, do you want us to move it? You know, do you want me to come get you? I'll tell you what, I'll meet you with an Uber there. Ugh. I'm a game time decision. All right, Grant, what's yours?
1: Uh, mine is, is true, but I can also use it as an excuse is the, oh, no, I'm saving money right now. I can't do that. I can't go there. I'm saving money. Oh, well, you're getting married. So that makes sense. Yeah, but sense. I've been using that excuse that. for years. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you just don't feel like going out and you're like, I'm saving money right now. <laughs> but all the, right jimmy the, what's yours mine's kind of like
0: to be honest i was day drinking and i'm too drunk to go anywhere
3: yeah no <laughs> you you definitely can use that one quite often
2: the locker room topic of the day
1: what's your go-to excuse to get out of plans grant what do we got <laughs> uh this text go to uh go to excuse explosive diarrhea <laughs> <laughs> yeah they said nobody's gonna touch that one <laughs>
3: Well, no one wants to talk about it either, yeah. right? Yeah. Actually, I'm going to add that to my repertoire.
1: <laughs> it's believable with you too, because you well, do overshare I, that sort of thing. I, I,
3: yes, yes, but then I can actually just recount a like a recent story if if they want details. Yeah, we'll get into it, right? <laughs> I like it. Keep it going. I've got quite a few. Yeah, you're adding this to your list. Be a, it's going to be a good summer.
2: <laughs> the locker room topic of the day.
3: What's your go-to excuse to get out of any plan? This has been a very fruitful topic this
1: morning. <laughs> uh, Trucker Russ said his go-to excuse is his wife. So the wife isn't feeling well, so he can't come. He just blames her. <laughs> oh, Russ. <laughs> I wonder That's if she knows that. Good. <laughs> oh, for sure she does. Wife's, She's got, a, wife's got a migraine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wife's got a stomach thing. Wife had a long yeah. day at work, anything works. A rash. <laughs> a rash. <laughs> yep. Wife's got explosive diarrhea, so we can't come. <laughs> they all work. I'll put her they? on the phone. <laughs> you can talk to her about it.
3: <laughs> they say they got a hose in the backyard, <laughs> honey. <laughs> Still not coming. No. Thank no. you, Russ. <laughs>
2: the locker room topic of the day
1: excuses your go-to's to get out of plans ivan said i have an 18 month old daughter so there is every excuse in the world for me to not do something because of her uh he can break plans if he wants he can be late for anything he wants to be late for (laughs) it's awesome he said yeah Yeah. those were sweet times
3: I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> definitely. The kid thing runs out though, right? Eventually, yeah. Especially when yeah. they know that. Yeah, when when there's apps, you can use the Grant. Oh yeah, well, I use it. Yeah. Oh yeah, Donnie's. You got two dirt eaters at home. You <laughs> can use that every time.
1: Donnie's teething. Sorry, we can't. Yeah.
0: You actually <laughs> oh. used the kid thing to get get your vacation.
1: That's how it. well. It. That's yeah, yeah. That's what he wanted yeah. to be doing. This is his choice. Yeah.
3: All I ever want to do is travel for my children. (laughs) I love it when all my vacation plans revolve around my kids. (laughs) We know you do. I'm a great father.
1: (laughs) Father of the year. (laughs) This was all your idea. All right. Are we done? Do you want to do another one? Um, The other ones are, you know, the same thing. Kids are sick um, usually, Noofy Chris said something to do with my dog. Um, the the one Chris, the
3: dog thing I would start using.
1: Christy said, um, usually hers is uh, um, she's too tired after an insane work at week, or she's too drunk to come. Dean kind of threatens people. Uh, <laughs> he threatens them by saying, my excuse is I tell them if I start drinking, I'm not going to stop. Are you really up for that? <laughs> a little ultimatum Jimmy, there. You could use that one. Jimmy could use that. Hey, if I if we do this, I'm not leaving your place for a weekend. That's why i do not care allowed it at what grants happens. anymore.
3: <laughs> I don't care what happens. I don't care if somebody shows up that's 80 that just had a family emergency.
1: I'm not leaving this and, place and I'm not putting my may clothes not on. not be
3: it, I don't care if you're trying to make time with a lady. I'm staying.
1: <laughs>
2: You shouldn't have come and got
1: me. <laughs> You're
2: in the locker room on ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. So
3: what do you think people voted the most annoying part of their work day? Jimmy I don't um Staff meetings. <laughs> <laughs> Seems vaguely personal. <laughs>
0: I've been to a lot of different companies and I hate always hated staff
1: meetings. Okay, all right. Grant, well, I know what it is, what it was voted. And I would ask Oh, okay. Um, all right. I wasn't sure if you saw this or not. Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. Okay. So it's it's email. Are yeah. you surprised, Grant? Um no. I don't think I'm surprised. So what they were saying is that yeah, they voted email is the most annoying, the most irritating part of their workday. And that was because you send an email and they said, then you have to follow up with it. You have to send reminders. You have to send new emails. It's all of that, that sort of just irritating thing is what people were saying.
3: See, I came from an era where email, revolutionary. Like, it changed how you did work. Right. Like, I was a BlackBerry. Guy. Like, <laughs> I was just getting into management. And the BlackBerry kind of came along, and everyone communicated by way of
1: email. You could have your email wherever you were once the BlackBerry yeah. came out. And I loved it. Yeah. I And I still
3: love emails. I still think it's the most effective way of communicating with people. It's something happened. Some There was, I don't know what it is. It's the millennials. You guys turned against email.
1: And voicemail
3: and voicemails
0: See, you voicemail? love voicemails
1: still too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he leaves like half an hour of voicemails <laughs> okay no give me some credit i've stopped with the voicemails yeah yeah you well, do because it cuz i know you, know. you guys do, i know you guys don't listen to them i know
1: you just delete them <laughs> even our bosses
0: <laughs> delete them i I have to go, you know, once every couple of weeks, go in and clear out my voicemail. Yeah. I don't even listen to them.
3: There was a time back in the day where, I mean, you just, that was just part of your job, which is just emails. And mm-hmm. now, now there is this, like, I know our boss reads maybe 25% of what we send them.
1: Well, and there's also like, you have to do I a don't test. Even cl- you have to be like, is this email worthy? Is this going to annoy people? Like, oh,
3: I I ignore all that.
0: <laughs> I, you do reply asked, all to company wide. I think you've been banned. Okay, for those.
3: now that's we're not going to start telling. lies. I was uh, told you, not to do that anymore. Yeah, and I stopped doing it, and now I've been asked by people to start. They miss them. the humor.
1: Well, because they missed it. those ones. are... So, what happens in our company is they'll send out an email to the entire company being like, hey, it's Jason's 15th anniversary in Yorkton. Yeah. He's been with the company for 15 years. Congratulations, which is whatever, fine. Congratulations. But then, like, you'll just get random people doing reply alls to the entire oh, company. Congratulations. <laughs> Usually it's and and Auntie, Auntie Shirley.
3: <laughs> picture in there. Yeah. Auntie Shirley is our, she's our go to. Uh, reply all. Yeah, yeah, now
0: she remember yes. that one time she did a reply all and sent her credit card information because she, <laughs> she wanted was concert, trying to buy tickets. concert
1: tickets and she sent it to the entire building her credit card info. <laughs> By the way, if you need tickets to anything, it. let me know. <laughs> I still have it. <laughs> the uh, meetings was number two. So Jimmy's hates going to meetings. Uh, that was number yeah. two on this list. Is the most irritating thing.
3: Yeah. All right uh, again i I don't dislike I get the voicemail hatred. yeah, I don't understand the hatred for emails. Mm. It's so efficient, it's so effective. We're at a point now too where people have turned against emails, yeah, so now now that's not like this requirement. But, but right. I think the reason
0: why people turn on emails is because they get so many of them. Sometimes it's not efficient
1: when it's like, like the like chain when, is going on. It's yeah, like 15 when, emails when in a chain. You have
0: an, an email that's being sent to you 27 times with a line from yeah. different people in the group. I'm not mentioning any names, Lachlan. But. <laughs> did I
3: tell you, did I tell you uh, about my boss's strategy? I had this GM um, at uh, one of the radio stations that I worked at. And he would go. Away. He was constantly on vacation. That guy was unbelievable. <laughs> I, he had a life. So he would go to like Hawaii and come back. And he would walk into his office. I caught him one day, and um, I'm watching him. And he's and he goes in, and it it looks like he's doing like he's just literally taking his coat off. He wanted to meet first thing in the morning. He's walking, and of course he's late. I'm sitting in his office waiting for him to show up. Turns his computer on, and I I'm I'm noticing that he's doing something, and I'm like what are you doing Garth and he goes oh I'm just deleting all my emails I got like <laughs> 1500 of them and I went what you don't look at them he goes no nope. if they're important they'll get back to me <laughs> a uh, great strategy <laughs> <laughs> my god <laughs> Garth is living his life <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that is not how I'm wired
1: <laughs> yeah you would all sit right, down Barry. and read every single one of those 1500 emails The Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. So this is uh, an interesting story that's out there now. It really shows that if you want something done, um, you should either try either A, knowing the right people, or B, being really good at hockey. So in the fall time... Connor McDavid, or Connor McJesus, as his parents call him, uh, had his laptop either lost or stolen. He wasn't sure if he had lost it or if someone had stolen it from him. He went to the Edmonton police, as one does in this case, and in usual Edmonton police fashion, they told him, We'll keep an eye out for you, buddy. Oh, wait, no, I guess that's not what they say when you're Connor McDavid. To find his laptop, this is all true. Edmonton police assigned three detectives to his case. They had of they did. every available resource assigned or reassigned to finding Connor McDavid's lost or stolen laptop. And listen, I'm not here upset about it. We need to do everything we can to keep Connor McDavid happy in Edmonton. We don't need his nudes getting out there, right? But I do think. <laughs> He has a superpower right now that he might have unlocked. He could use it to clean up this city. If Connor McDavid were to wander onto an LRT platform and get pushed onto the tracks, we would have no more crime on transit. If Connor McDavid had his catalytic converter stolen in Edmonton, there would never be another catalytic converter theft in this city. We'd have task forces out at night with spotlights just focused on this one thing. He has a responsibility to his city to get pushed onto the LRT tracks. The lesson here is that if there is a crime committed and you would like it to be solved in Edmonton, you should win at least one heart trophy. That's all you need to do. (laughs) The Grant Report is brought to you by our locker room merchandise. Fanny packs, t-shirts, tote bags, and more. All in one convenient link that you can find by going to our social media.
2: You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM.
3: Can I say this about the the, the Connor McDavid story? Yeah. The laptop story. Okay. I uh, I get where you were going with it, and and I know you were... You, you were being funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so when did he lose it?
1: So this was in the fall time. Um, this okay. came out because of the Freedom of Information Act. They have to replace, basically release what they were working on, I guess. And so it was in so, the fall time. He lost lost or had his laptop stolen, went to the police, and they reassigned three detectives to his case. The, the one thing that I've
3: learned about Edmonton is the only people that are famous in Edmonton our hockey
1: players. Oh yeah, that's that, that, our celebrity.
3: If there's any level of fame in this city, it, it's it's that. There's there's no other level of fame that anybody cares about in in Edmonton. That's just the way we're you got to play hockey. Right? Yeah. But here's my thought on on the the Connor McDavid thing. My guess is that he lost his laptop, and he said it out loud around people that deal with him on a regular basis. Right. Okay. Like he was at the Oilers, you know, at the rink or something, and somebody heard it that has some level of say in the organization, and they went and
1: they said, "We'll find it." Mm-hmm. He's well. Not, it says it says I could he, be wrong. It actually says he went into the front desk and reported it himself. Okay, all so right. So he walked into the police station. I don't blame Connor McDavid for it either. He's just reporting no, his no, stolen no, I, I laptop. You yeah. know what I
3: thought might have happened was I bet you somebody, somebody from the
1: Oilers pressured pressured them or whatever.
3: Yeah, yeah. Because that's the. I don't think he's that guy.
1: No, I, I don't wrong? think that was Connor. I I think that was my thought was it was just Edmonton police fanboying. Like they got Connor McDavid in there, yeah, and they want to yeah, find yeah. his laptop for him.
3: Like I can see Chris Pronger going down and going, Do you know who I am? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. But McDavid's not that guy.
1: No, like he went McDavid's- in himself and like just made a police report and then they yeah. found it and they're like, Oh man, we gotta do this. Yeah.
3: So they actually recovered his laptop.
1: They didn't say whether or not they recovered it in the story. They were it was unclear, but they had three detectives working over- on it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that part's true. <laughs> we both- Listen, I didn't I didn't feel this overwhelming desire to 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 get Connor McDavid off the hook here but I I actually believe that. that yeah, me too. He just he he innocently went down there and this thing got a, got away from him.
1: There are some guys like you said though, Chris Pronger would be down there going, "Do you know who I am? Find yes. my laptop." <laughs>
3: yeah, he's the guy at the front of the line going, "Uh you're letting us in."
1: Yeah. There's guys
3: that use their celebrity and then there's guys that that just don 't they 've got some amount of humility and they 're actually decent human beings, I get a sense that Connor is me too that 's yeah yes anyway
2: you 're in the locker room on ninety five seven cruise f m so it was the provincial government that sort
3: of stepped in and, and and put a stop to the abuse of the photo radar in in I, alberta yeah right?
1: they started putting in some regulations. Um, They also started taking some more of the money from the city, I think, too, Um, because that was a factor in here. They said the province took a larger share of revenues. But yeah, they put in in a bunch of restrictions on where they could do it. And also, remember, they made them make the cars, the photo radar cars, like bright yellow. See, they really stand out.
3: Yeah. Well, I think the bigger issue was... It became a cash cow.
1: It was, yeah. So
3: and so the and and again, I don't want to be giving any credit to anybody that doesn't deserve any credit here, but I think it was uh, it was an election promise, mm-hmm. and I think Kenny stepped in and said, "Hey, listen, your motivation for Photo Radar when you launched it was to make the roads safer. Yeah, if that's not happening, then you can't be using it as much as you are." Because there has been a serious reduction in photo radar in the Edmonton area.
1: So here's what it was. I found a it serious reduction. Um, in December, they extended a two-year freeze on any new photo radar. So the city can't bring any new photo radar in. And they yeah. said they're doing that. And it was the transportation minister said it was to ensure that it's not being used as a cash cow.
3: Yeah. And I, I think there was also some level of responsibility on the city's part to prove that the photo radar in certain areas was actually reducing um, traffic accidents. Yeah, there was. And I th- and I think that actually was... They couldn't show that. Yeah. There was... They there had no... They had no docket. There was no, there was no numbers to prove that it was actually making the roads safer. And which so we already knew. Everyone well, knew. Yeah, what's the story
1: deal. out now is they're saying... Shrinking photo radar cash could mean steep cuts to the Edmonton police budget and traffic safety programs because well, they aren't collecting Grant, as much money yet.
3: And we got to build bike lanes. Well, exactly. And a statue. Well, and the gondola the yeah. gondola's not going to build itself. What statue?
1: There's a statue they're building that Jimmy wants to tell us about. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs>
3: It's not going to build itself.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, they they found that yeah, yeah, they're they're making way less money on photo radar, and so they're going to have to cut the budgets.
3: Let's cut the police budget. <laughs> That's the next
1: logical step.
3: <laughs> where where are we spending too much money? Oh, on the police.
1: Yeah. You want safe trains? Too bad. Start speeding too more.
3: Ba- <laughs> hey, yes. Listen. We're not making enough money from photo radar, yep. everybody. What's the next logical step? Okay, let's cut the budget of the people that make the roads safer. <laughs> they actually have an impact on making the roads safer. This
1: is what you get if you stop running red lights, everybody.
3: Honestly, Grant, it, 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 this is insane, mm-hmm. right? Like it, it it can't just be me, right?
1: No, it's insane. Like, uh, yeah, it's uh, insane.
3: This is your city council, Edmonton. I, I know I berate these points and I know I'm triggered by this stuff and people probably are sick of hearing me talk about bike lanes and photo radar, but this is who you have running your city. Um, there There's a lot less money. I think they made last year or the year before they made 24 or $25 million, maybe even I think I might even have the numbers wrong on photo radar that went directly into the coffers. Okay and because they don't have that money they're taking it away from the edmonton police now you know what's going to happen andrew knack or somebody there one of these overly politically correct city councilors that that makes these decisions is going to step in and go yeah but the money from the photo radar was supposed to go towards this you know what guess what when when you when you don't have money in one one in one account you move it over to another account, all right? If you don't have to put bike lanes in, you yeah. have to be able to. You have Think to of be the children. To make though. a decision like that.
1: <laughs> Think of the children.
3: Oh my God! This is and this is a true story, and they'll justify it, and everyone will ignore it. It won't be a big deal. Won't be a big story, and these guys will continue to get these seats, and they will continue to make decisions like this. Well. They took photo ra- radar away from us, so we're taking the police away from you.
1: <laughs> you don't get policed anymore, Edmonton. <laughs> and now, The Locker Room presents Star Wars News.
0: Now, your
1: host for Star Wars News, James P. White.
0: So the Jedi Jimmy podcast episode 17 went live yesterday. Woo! It is the uh, final for you, uh, lightsaber uh form so it was form seven and uh went live yesterday and actually if you do watch the video of the podcast you actually see me uh doing some of the techniques in my back you see him
1: jerking his lightsaber right (laughs) okay that's an actual quote you could do a drinking game with with that that Uh, podcast how many times does jimmy say now you need to jerk your lightsaber i actually
0: I actually did I, when I was editing it. I did, Hold on, what? It, when I was editing it, because some of the techniques, you you go halfway through the technique, and then you are supposed to jerk it back. <laughs> so I kept... So I listened, and I, there's about six times where I said, <laughs> you have to jerk your lightsaber back. Uh,
3: oh, God. <laughs>
0: that that's could almost funny. be a drinking game. Yeah,
1: that's what I say. It's a drinking game. Yeah. All
3: right, so... Um, this is it. This is the breakdown on the seven forms of lightsaber combat They're all up as well on the locker room YouTube page if you uh, ever miss a episode or you want to go back and watch them from scratch He was trying to find something to do to bridge the gap between the release of Boba fetish and the Mexican Jedi which is coming out at the end of the Obi one uh, Next week um, we're also going to be giving you an opportunity to uh, to to lose weight with your Star Wars passions.
0: Like, okay. not, not only lose weight, but it's actually learning the skills that you need to become a Jedi. Wow. From, you know. Awesome.
3: Uh, working out go. to
0: meditation.
3: All encompassing. Yes. It's all there. Okay. So, Jimmy, that'll be episode 18. And then the following week, if I remember correctly, you're going to give a breakdown on the upcoming series, right? Like, you did that before Boba Fett. Uh, you did, yeah, like, I'm a history d- of Yeah, giving you the, Fett. History,
0: uh, the history of Obi-Wan. So, uh, will be talking about his girlfriend, uh, how he started as a Jedi, all that kind of stuff.
1: It's Is not Dad escaping me
3: that I'm 52 years old. And I just had a conversation with somebody about jerking his lightsaber. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Again, Jedi Jimmy podcast. It's available where you get your fine podcasts, including the Locker Room YouTube page. Subscribe today, everybody. Don't miss it. Jimmy, Monster Pro Wrestling. A big a night tonight. It's
0: Friday,
1: Friday, Friday.
0: It's Revenge Revenge of the Sixth. Revenge of the Sixth. Alberta Avenue Community Center. Doors are at 6. The show starts at 7. There's going to be a special lightsaber presentation in during the intermission. And Are you
3: including the uh, the lightsaber into the skit
2: tonight?
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm choking somebody out with a lightsaber. I'm uh, hitting someone. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be insane. An exciting and night it's at Rogers skit. Place. It's a show. <laughs> it's entertainment. It's not a play. It's you know sport You practice entertainment. lines, and
1: you get in there, and you do a little play. In you a know thong. what,
3: at some point, you know what, a onesie actually, at <laughs> some point, Grant, we're going to get to a point where this is going to move to a bigger venue. Oh, yeah. They're like, they're exploding this Alberta, what is it?
0: Uh, Monster Pro Wrestling, but it's like they... Uh, the, What's the building, Jimmy? Uh, Alberta Avenue Community Center.
3: <laughs> they're exploding this community center right now. They're going to start to need a bigger place. They'll be
0: at legion soon.
1: It's,
3: Yes. All right. So the reason why we want to make sure we get the news out about this, too, is because normally these events are on the sick, are on the Saturday, not the Friday. But tonight it's a very special presentation of Monster Pro Wrestling. Get your tickets. Tanya, send her an email transfer. That's Locker Room Sports.
2: It's the Locker Room's bidet a day in May. Courtesy of Always Plumbing and Heating. Good morning, Cruz.
1: Good morning. Would you like to play Bidet a Day in May? For
0: sure, I'll oh. give it
1: a shot. All right, who are we talking to? This is Dan. Dan, I'm going to play a toilet flush. Jimmy's going to give you three options. you got to choose where this toilet was flushed and recorded, okay? All right. Here's the sound. So your choices
0: are the Den of Sadness number two, the radio station on the 5th Floor a number two or the funicular a number two?
3: I'll say uh,
1: fifth floor radio station. That's ding, correct. Dang, you got her. You've got her, Dan. You've just won Woo-hoo! yourself a, a bidet courtesy of always plumbing and heating. It's a living basics hot and cold water, see so adjustable water pressure, temperature, all that and more. Congratulations. You will think of us every time you go to your washroom.
0: Oh, I definitely will.
3: Thank you. You know what? I tell that story, Grant, Boy I, I'd say a at man. least once a week, when you were leaning over the railings of the suite at Commonwealth, <laughs> screaming, Boy inside ten, a man! 10 <laughs> I think
1: I was on the whiskey at that point, because we were in a oh, VIP yeah. suite some other company yeah. paid for and then whiskey there. <laughs> uh, oddly, we've never been invited back to that company's suite. <laughs> well, actually she she left that job so the person that invited us in there left that okay. job after I showed up at her place of work with Jimmy. As a stripper ground. Slash
3: got fired. (laughs) Uh, Probably had nothing to do with her friends group. When a little little
0: person shows up at your place of work and strips for you. uh,
1: (laughs) We may have been
3: behind her getting fired. (laughs) Yes. When the boss walks in, what's going on here? There is a strong possibility. Her boss was mortified. <laughs> Not only that, the three of us dummy to two six of rye in about thirty minutes. They're <laughs> uh, in the house. Hold sure. on, you got rye? <laughs> you got whiskey here? It's all free. <laughs> Pizza. And there's chicken wings? <laughs> I'm never leaving. Oh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> They may be second-guessing their decision to do a contest where people get to go to the Elks games with us right now, if anyone's listening.
2: (laughs) Uh, We're going to be talking about um, Top Gun coming up here in a minute. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We're still working
3: on something for Top Gun. I I haven't been able to get any information uh, to confirm anything, but... We'll keep you posted if something comes down the pipe. We'll let you know. We have a bit of time, don't we? Because it's not until May twenty. May twenty seventh. May twenty seventh. yes. Okay. It's so the, the same premiere... day that they're
0: uh, releasing Obi Wan. That's right. Um, okay.
3: They they did the premiere last night, I guess, in Hollywood or whatever. Mm. Uh, and Tom Cruise flew in on a helicopter. Oh
1: yes, I did see that. Come on. Yeah, he it's flew him. The... He flew himself there on a helicopter. Flew himself.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's gotta be the coolest
1: man on the planet, no? He's up there. Yeah. Yeah, he's up there for sure. Um yeah. I mean anyone that can land like fly their own helicopter like that, and he learned it just for like movies. I think he learned it for Mission Impossible, right? Yeah, I think and so, in, yeah. In the Top Gun you want the song on the Lady Gaga? Oh yeah, there's
3: a Lady Gaga tune, right? Like this is yeah. the, the, the the big song like This is like guess, the danger
1: like- zone. Um in Top Gun, he actually like went up in these jets and stuff and filmed himself in them. He wasn't flying them, but he wanted no, but the actual G force. Like he didn't he didn't want to fake it.
3: And yeah, there was uh, there was an article, or not an article. There was like a five seven minute YouTube breakdown of the filming of that with the yeah. other actors as well. And uh, they got into um, you know the whole the whole experience, and and it was quite cool the way they had the the plane set up to make it look like these guys were actually flying these planes, right? Yeah.
1: They said every it time was, it's real footage. Um, what's his name? Jerry Bruckheimer said every time you see Tom Cruise flying, that's him in the jet.
0: <laughs> and that's and the so thing cool. Is, is I saw like interviews with the cast. Like They were put through military training like, like <laughs> by Air Force people having to do all the working yeah. out and all that kind of stuff.
3: Anyway, I'm very excited about this film. Oh, and Grant, on the plane, because we talked about this last week, because you were surprised that I was more excited about the next Top Gun Maverick, which is coming out, than I was about the, 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 the I just sequel was surprised to Ghostbusters. That, I was
1: surprised at your lack of enthusiasm over Ghostbusters, yeah.
3: Well, it, I just didn't really. It wasn't something that I was on my radar that I cared about, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, like we're planning. We've been planning events around Top Gun for yeah. three years now. Um, the The Ghostbusters was on the plane, and I'm like, oh, I'll watch that. So when I was flying um, to Toronto the other day, I watched the new Ghostbusters. Did you like and it's it? it's Pretty good. Yeah it's, yeah, it's decent.
1: It's entertaining.
3: I was very surprised. I had this idea. That it was going to be more kitschy, right? Mm. Like, but
1: And a it, it large wasn't. amount of that
0: movie was actually filmed in Alberta, Red like near, La- no, a uh, uh,
1: Fort McLeod. It's near uh, Tabor, of course. Oh, okay. right. <laughs> well, Jimmy is all things Tabor, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Anyway, very excited. I saw the- I saw Tom Cruise getting out of his helicopter. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me! Yeah,
1: what a guy. unbelievable. And yeah, this yeah. is Lady Gaga's song that she made for top gun maverick my wife was making fun of me uh last night because i
3: i i was listening to this just on my laptop and she goes are you enjoying this and i went kind of <laughs> don't judge me it's not a bad song it's not bad i i've i've got a bit of a thing for lady gaga ever since uh, a star was born oh yeah. yeah yeah i thought she was unbelievable in that she and, was uh yeah, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not going to put on a Lady Gaga record, but this is decent. This is pretty. This is a strong movie song. You no. Know?
1: Yeah, I'm like you know it. our friend Mitch Clark. He calls himself Danger Zone when he fought in the UFC, and now he's a wrestler. I wonder if he'll change <laughs> his song to this one we better, when he comes out. <laughs> we'll send him a note. We gotta send him a tweet. You need to change your song, Danger Boy.
3: Danger Boy.
2: <laughs> You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast, your official MMA show. A midget, millennial, and an asshole.
0: Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating.
2: Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.